It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. JF Stratford Paddock, this is The Brew. Joining me is Abdullah. How are you doing, Abdullah? I'm good, man, yeah. Just a um, nice result. Midweek result, I'd say. I'd say result because it was a bunch of kids out on the pitch and we managed to not get battered. So it was a fun time this week again watching United. Managing not to get battered is, is like, yeah, you know, that's, 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 the, that's the levels season. that we're at. Um, also joining us shortly will be Stephen Housen. He's, he's en route or en route, as they say. Um, so we'll be hearing from him. Get involved in the chat, get involved in the comments. There's loads to talk about, including Ralph Rangnick. Obviously, he's given, given his presser ahead of the trip to Carroll Road tomorrow. So we'll have an update on what he had to say about potential transfers, team news, all that jazz. Also, Anthony Martial, one of your favourites. He's uh, Looks like he's off, doesn't it? Eh? It does, it does. Yeah. It's, um, it's quite a sad ending, isn't it, to things with Tony? Because it was almost like he joined, he had that unbelievable moment against Liverpool. What a way to start your career at Man United. Probably couldn't pick a better way in it you couldn't pick a better I so, think as, as yeah. debuts go that was one of the best it was unreal I think Old Trafford like, I was there that day like it no. just erupted it was like, perfect great goal, great goal as well. youngster didn't know a lot about him he's come in he scored yeah. that great goal he's a teenager you think mm. this kid could, a lot of know. money like again yeah. a lot of question marks and it's annoying in it because he, he did have like those periods where you think this is it we're seeing more of the Anthony Martial we want I think post that lockdown you really start seeing a real nine I think the fall off was really around maybe the Sevilla game in that same period, like towards the end of that season. Um, away from home, missed a load of chances. Um, in the Copenhagen games, well played well, but missed a load of chances. And then that was sort of the last best bits of Martial we've seen. Yeah, his he's confidence seems to fall off a cliff, didn't it, really? Mm. And I think that the people don't give probably the wrong way to term it, but don't give him enough leeway with his confidence. People just seem to think he's lazy or he's arrogant or he's, he can't be bothered. But I do genuinely think he's got a confidence problem. And I think if you look at some of the games last season, I think of Burnley away, the ball drops to him, 1-0 one up, one, was it 1-0 up? Yeah. Stick your foot through that. Do you know what I mean? Or control, you know, but he does this sort of, or control it and go around the keeper, but he does this sort of tame shot, just like almost a player just trying to keep it on target and not... And, it, you know, it's, it's, I think Nick Pope, it was almost straight at him, was it, Nick Pope? I can't remember. People undermine how, I think people undermine really how, um, you know, how important the mental side of the game is, I think. 
And we yeah. see we see that with a lot of the strikers these days. Look at Timo Werner. Yeah. Chelsea gets a lot of chances. A player I personally rate to a certain extent because I'm always going to rate a player that will get those chances and make the movements. But man, in front of goal, like he's, he just he's really had a tough time with it. And the same thing again with Martial last season when you think, oh, these are the ones he bags. He's usually a cool finisher. Yeah. He's lost that touch for him. And, and it's unfortunate at the end, and it's, it's been, but it is what it is. You know, you've got the likes of Greenwood coming through in the current time, the players that are going to win your games now, your Cavani's, your Ronaldo's. Uh, Marcus Rashford's currently playing through the middle as well for Ralph Ragnick. So, yeah, yeah I mean, he's got at least three or four minimum in front of him, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Like, with Sancho, who can play on that, that if you're going to say, for example, I mean, Marshall, you can even play on the left and maybe down the middle, but you've got, Cavani, Ronaldo, Greenwood, who can all do that. Marcus can do do that. Either well, mainly down the middle for for Cavani and Ronaldo, obviously. But Marcus can play on the left, and so can Sancho. Even Greenwood can. Yeah. And I just feel like with when you look as well, you're throwing Anthony Alanga into that mix. Who yeah. I know he didn't set the world alight the other night, but he's a very good player. Got a lot of energy. Got a lot of energy. I think only going to get better. One, actually, it's a good point you, you speak about Alanga because I think a problem with this Manchester United team is a lot of the players want the ball. Yep. A lot of the players want to get on the ball, and I think he offers that That difference is he wants to get in behind defences. He wants to offer that off the ball, and Marcus Rashford can do a bit of both, but it feels like Marcus is the only option we've currently got like that, and that's where Alanga might find himself in the team. There was always this debate, wonder with Marcus and, and Anthony Martial. It's like, oh, you know, it seems to almost get divisive at times, um, and I think there's one person who, who was always good for a, a soundbite and a, an opinion on it is our very own Mr. Stephen Alson. Here he is, brewing hand. How are we doing, brother? All right. Yeah, good. That's enough from you, <laughs> right? Back to Abdullah. Um, no, obviously, just before we came on here, the, the sort of news came out that Andy Martial, his future lies elsewhere. I mean, is it just a case of, right, all right, 5-1, James, shocked. Yeah, shocked and disappointed. Well, I won't say that. <laughs> right, shocked. <laughs> I'm not fucking shocked, if I'm being no, I'm not I, surprised, no. actually. Um yeah. When you you bring in a manager that presses, I'm sure Anthony Martial was the first person you go. He's gonna have a fucking rate good time in there. Not really, at all. Actually, how do you think the conversation went down? Do you think it was Rangnick saying to him, "I want you to do this," and him going, mm. or do you think it was Magnet looking at him and going, "Tony can have a word." It's not you're not for me. I don't reckon it was quite as brutal as when Fellaini walked in when um, when Solskjaer was first appointed and he walked in and went, "What are you doing there?" Yeah, I mean it was it was proper out when it with yeah. Fellaini because like, people forget Fellaini under Jose had been one of his main men and under well, I think he, he brought him on the team of. sheet first and was like right goalkeeper yeah yeah it was <laughs> it was and then Oli had none of it uh, I know there's loads of comments and I will get in chat and I will get into that in a minute and welcome to the new members as well I'll, I'll get into all that I just want to get Steve's take on um, on the Martial news because that's the sort of breaking news that that Martial I mean like Steve said it's not the most shocking stories that are played that we've just been discussing what's Ralph's whole modus operandi first and second contract players Tony's been here what six years 2015 yeah I think you're right yeah I think the like I've, I can see Pogba in the thumbnail here not yep. sure what that's about but well, there is imagine. a little bit of an update on Paul Pogba. Is it? He's done another U-turn. More U-turns than fucking Usher him at a minute. <laughs> nice. Um, I think, no, the latest is, and this is breaking, and this is seminal, he's been on the phone to Ralph. They've had a, they've had a phone call. I don't know if it's a Zoom or just a normal phone call or FaceTime, but he's spoken to the manager of Manchester United, which is, you know, it's good to know, isn't it? That your most expensive player ever Why speaking to the manager. Why is this fucking news? <laughs> 
Oh no, don't ask me, but it is. That's the, that's the update, and apparently he's coming back to do some training. He's coming back from Dubai oh, to do a bit of training. Uh, I'll get into the members in the comments, and then we'll get back to it. Um, Miles Doran, welcome to the first team. Thanks for your support. Matthew Bestwick, welcome to the first team. Seth Corner, welcome to the Academy. Thanks for your support as well. Um, and also John Olsen, welcome to the first team. John Olsen asked a question. Um, <laughs> I want the stream to start now. It's not a question, it's a comment. But at least it's only 45 minutes left. Thank you. Uh, Ryan Belmont says, last 18 months, Tony hasn't kicked on. Have to move him on and free up space for Elanga and some of the younger lads. I think his confidence is gone. And also an academy member there, is, Ryan. Is thanks he, for your is support. Is he even in contention with Elanga? It feels like he's more in contention with Greenwood, really. And losing that contention. Mm. What, you mean down the middle, or...? Well, it, it just as a shirt. All oh, right, okay. I'm with you. Sorry, yeah. So you mean like, as if you're gonna play your second string, or if you're gonna play, bring on a sub, or you're gonna have rotate well, yeah. a little bit. Let's have it right. We just played a second string team, and he weren't in it. No, and I, I don't even think you know. I don't. Is he know injured? What, is he is he injured? He's carrying enough. The fact maybe. that no one even knows. I mean, it does feel like for me, the the Everton game felt like. What's he doing down there? Just professional. <laughs> ignore it. Right. <laughs> that's how we roll. Seamless. No, no, not on a Friday, Jay. Yeah, not right, on a Friday tea time. F- who am I trying to kid? What, who yeah. am I talking to? Is he's he, still crawling. He's still crawling. It's just what he does. Friday, he has his sweets and he crawls about the office in the studio and we just leave him to it. Um, it felt like Ever- Everton, when he got that start and when the internet melted, was his last chance really to so. And I know he scored, but it felt like it needed to be like, look, I'm still oh, I about. I remember talking to people after this, and I was like, I thought it was shit. And I was like, but he scored. Yeah. That's such the sun's level of analysis. Yeah. Who scored? Give him an eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It wasn't, it didn't seem to change anything, did it, for his, his United time? It wasn't like um, Ollie sort of went, right, well, he's in the team now because obviously we're up against it. And he, you know, Marcus came back from his, his operation. Then you get a new manager in who, as you've said, his modus operandi is a press, is is someone who, you know, who likes to see his players, you know, getting at the, the defenders. That's not really what Marshall's about. If you're looking for a proactive team, Tony's not on anyone's list for anything like that. Any. You know, th- there's a lot of good attributes for him as a footballer. He's got one of the f- the best close, quick dribbles I've seen. Like the the ball's velcro to him. When he Johnny gets going at high speed. He's got a seriously good dribble, and his finishing was always a, a very high-level finishing. Yeah. But this is the problem with a lot of people's analysis of football is they just look at what that person does on the football pitch when they're in possession, those three minutes out of the 90 that they might have the ball at their feet. Yeah. Not realising there's 87 minutes where there's other shit you got to do. Well, this, this is it, and I think, you, you know, you've spoken about it loads of times, you have as well, that this was a massive game-changer, wasn't it, for a lot of players when Ralph Ragnick comes in. This isn't more of the same. This isn't Mickey Phelan taking over from Ole Gunnar Solskjaer or, or Michael Carrick, you think. It's just a different figurehead, but, but it's going to be this. It's not. This was something, and if you've not done, go and check out Steve's videos on this. He's done a load of videos on Ralph Ragnick, on his style. Great video with Marum as well. Obviously, go and check out Pure Ball. Abdul has done it as well for anyone who wants to sort of do a little bit more of a deep dive into the tactical changes. But there are changes, and you need players that are going to be able to implement them changes. And it doesn't take a football genius to look at Marshall and go, that's someone who's going to struggle with this, this new style, this new system, this new manager. And also, if you're coming in, you're Ralph Ragnick, and you're going, right, who've I got? I've got Marcus, all right. What, just looking at him, yeah, yeah, okay. What's his numbers like? Yeah, yeah. If you're looking at Marshall, question marks about him is, is he your type player? And then you look at his numbers as well. 
And they're not going to back him up on any front, are they? Because, OK, two seasons ago, very good. Last season, four Premier League goals. It's a hard sell in it for a manager to think, yeah. this is a guy I can hang my hat on, as Roy Keane would say. Yeah, it's, um, it's especially if you're going off the last period, isn't it, with Martial. He's not really shown anything since that 2018. We spoke about the Europa fi- semi-final. It's against the VOA, missed a load of chances. So he's not really stood out since then. It's been, yeah, it's been difficult. And a PSG game. Yeah. I mean, he has a sort of, and I always feel like he's... Would have been in the Europa to win it. Yeah. If he hadn't fucked Oh, PS- this is weird, because last season, the PSG game, the Leeds that, game, the oh City game, God. I know he got man of the match at the Etihad, but these was, the, you've just said it yesterday, and I agree with you. His finishing was fantastic. It was, let's not rewrite history, for three years, four years, his finishing was great. If you wanted to put any player in that United in about four one shots, one, which is him. elite. Yeah, exactly. about one in four shots, yeah. which is, is top level elite. That, uh, yeah. that stands up to other strikers, doesn't it? The, the top no, level. No, he usually sits quite above a lot oh, of Oh, is it? Yeah. So that's like, you're there with the... One in four is one of the best in the league. Right, okay. Come back and you just score off like one or two chances. Yeah, average you're looking at one in six, one in seven. And that, so if you're one in four, you're like very, very top of the tree in terms of your finish. I mean, like Ronaldo and Messi, like one in ten. Right. Or were, have been at times in their career. I don't know what they'd be right yeah. now. But so there you go. So it's not like the kid couldn't finish. But then you had this issue where last season he just wasn't. And he was getting chances, you know, big chances in big games. And for me, I just felt like it was a confident thing. I don't think he's getting the chance and thinking, I can't be bothered to put that ball in the net. That doesn't make any sense. I think he's feeling it. I think he's feeling I the pressure. I think his body's changed a lot. He just... Maybe he's, he's had these growing problems as well. That he supposedly keeps having surgery. Yeah. But... I, d- I don't understand that. Sometimes like, it's just one of them. So you just got to let Johnny Evans. I mean, Mac likes to rewrite history with Johnny Evans a little don't, bit. Don't, don't. If he's gets in the comments now, <laughs> this is going to end because I've had this. Co- I've had this conversation with him. Johnny Evans needed to physically go physically on Twitter, and it's never ended. But well. he did fix himself yeah. at Leicester. Those two things are both correct. Right. It wasn't that he didn't need to leave United and would have been colossal if he'd have stayed. Yeah. He needed to go, and there wasn't many people. Macker aside, there weren't many crying when he went. It's like if Phil Jones goes now, no one's going to be like, missed opportunity oh, there, well. are they? And he'd probably go and play 25, 30 games somewhere and yeah. look pretty good doing it. Yeah. But no one's going to cry. If we if he goes in January, no one's going to be like, let a real one go there. But you know what? It makes me laugh because you make a great point. It's like with Moyes and people <laughs> go, Moyes, we shouldn't let him go. David Moyes didn't just leave United and go straight to West Ham and start getting into Champions League places. He left United seven years ago. So he's, he's took him seven years to get to where he is now. And in, in the meantime, he went to Sociedad and flopped. He went to Sunderland, didn't do any, Sunderland, Sunderland. Sunderland and didn't do anything of note. Went to West Ham twice. It's his second time of asking there. And he's now started to come good for it. It's not like if we'd have just stuck with him for the rest of his contracts, he would have yeah. been able to do it. He took over a title winning team. No, if we'd have given him seven years, yeah. he'd have done it. He took over a title winning <laughs> team. And I was in eighth or whenever when he left. Um, I'll get in some of the comments because they're building up. Arman Saxana says, why United doesn't release a press statement saying that United won't do deals with Mino Riola anymore and ban him? Let's see who is bigger, United or Riola. There are always other better players, but there is only one United. players on the books that are represented by him. Yeah, that, that's not... And you're also going to cut your nose off to spite your face because he's a player you really want. He just pulls that press release out. And yeah. like, oh, I guess I'm not answering the phone today. Yeah. Um, Shurish Atavale says, do we re- really need a new CDM? What if McFred, Donny, Matic and Pogba just started performing consistently? How great would that be? I mean, yeah, what if, but it's a massive what if. Uh, Colin Wilmot, who's a member of the Academy as well, so thanks for your support, says, Marshall leaving. This is sort of your reaction this. Oh, well, what's for tea? That was kind of the reaction from you in the in the group chat. Um, have no, you got that? Tell the truth. What was it? What I, I can't. I think you used the gif. To be honest with you, I used the gif out of wedding crashes when they're blowing champagne. Yeah, 
<laughs> I took it well. <laughs> and it's a shame because, you know, you, you mentioned the Everton semi-final, um, obviously debut. There's been some great moments with Marshall's goal against City in the 2-0. But we're looking back, aren't we? And we're going back. Some of those are five years ago. Yeah. And you can't yeah. be going like, tell you what. He didn't kick on. Yeah. He's shown a lot of promise. What happened five was, years ago? It Let's was, keep him. And there might still be real talent there. Yeah. But guess what? It ain't there right now. No. And United need some right nows. Yeah. We do. We've got enough sort of future stars and we do need some right nows. If you've got that to put on the screen as well, I'll um, I'll get into that. It's just a bit. Um, this is your favourite bit of the, 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 the vid today. Ball shaving. Ball shaving. Ho, 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 gentlemen. The holidays have come early this year. As Manscaped, trademarked, have the gift that keeps on trimming. See what I'm saying there? Uh, Santa's beard isn't so appealing when it's coming out your trousers. What do you say? Do you say trousers or kex or what? I don't know. Pants, trousers. Pants, yeah, pants. Have you got me pants? Have you got me trousers? What do you say? Yeah, trousers, pants. Yeah? Trousers, probably. Trousers? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Slacks. Slacks. Let's bring, bring slacks in. Yeah. Slacks. Some, some slacks. That's some old man stuff. Uh, and that's slacks. why... Yes. But, but the draw, they ironically wouldn't have been... Very slack. They'd have been probably like nicely pressed with a crease. Yes, good crease. Leather. Everything but slack about them. Yep, leather paint and shoes. <laughs> you look the part. Um, and that's why no, Manscaped, trademarked, the leaders in below-the-waist grooming have you covered this holiday season. Now available in your, you, your country. Join the 4 million men worldwide, which is basically all the men in the world. Yeah. I'm going to take all the credit for this because I think it's our read that did it. We went... It was two million men, right? Yeah. About a month ago. Yeah. That's four million men. We've doubled it, haven't we? We've doubled it. Prove me wrong. That that is that's a fact, yeah. If you look at they the... don't exactly sponsor any other podcasts. No, they don't they don't like doing that. They sponsor this one because we're the best, and that's true. Um who trust Manscaped trademark to keep their trees trimmed and ornaments polished. Click the link in the description for 20% off plus free shipping. Because you get it all there. That package, you get the the 4.0 lawnmower technology. You get the weed whacker, you get all that, you get the boxer briefs. So it's got everything. Question, the cologne. What go do I and get check you for Christmas? Out. Like yeah. how many how many times have you heard this? What what do I get the man that's got everything? Ball trimmers. That's Ball trimmers. Yeah. Seriously. And while you're at it, because I've had to start doing this, you can do your ears, not with the same one. You can do your, um, your yeah, nose, and you, you've got the crop preserver, you've got the ball deodorant, you've got the moisturizer, the toner. The, this hygiene bundle also come, as I've said, anti-chafing boxes. How many conversations do you have about chafing? Four a day. It is four. It is literally. We've got our own little WhatsApp group that we just talk about. It's only been a minute, so I don't know why we made it's a group. Brightredballs.com. Yeah, I don't know why we made a group. We could have just messaged each other about a group, but we want to anyway. just keep it on topic, don't we? Yeah, you do. Like, that's, that's it. We've got our 1991 group. We've got other groups as well. The Brian Robson Appreciation yeah. Society. Don't worry about that. We're all busy. Yeah. Uh, so 20% off and free shipping by clicking in the link or on the link Hello, in the description. Christmas. Get me ball trimmers from manscaped.com. And this is, this is a, a sentence that I never thought I'd say. Clean up your nuts and make Santa proud this year. Tell you what. That's how you want to get to the top of the nice list. Clean gooch. Clean gooch. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, one of the hardest jobs Go in on. marketing has to be the new guy at Manscaped trying to come up with euphemisms for <laughs> testicles. I tell you what, though. We've had some ropey ones, haven't we, son? Oh, we have. When you put something on a screen and both me and him refuse to read it, you know you've put some up pretty bad. Ben Foster read it, though. <laughs> ben Foster read it and didn't even remotely get cancelled. Yeah. If he'd have said it, oh, yeah. yeah, or Maka, forget it. <laughs> career's over. And uh, yeah, you can you can work that out. Uh, 
Um, yeah, Ross Murphy says Merry Christmas. Thank you. Um, yeah, another story. I know, Steve, I'm, I feel like this is the Steve doesn't care about these stories, stories today, but I'm going to mention them anyway because the Pogba thing, right? And I'm not going to talk about the story, but just it's a sort of a hook, but let's just break it down to do you see him having a future under Ralph Ragnick? It's literally a who the fuck knows. Yeah. I, I was bored of this circus about a year ago. Well, you know, weren't you bored of it in 2012, like the rest of us? That's what I mean. You had this conversation when he was in the youth team. <laughs> like, come on. If you it's just been going on for 10 years. There's probably a tweet of me saying this. If you put him and cleverly in midfield, we're with a lot. You're not alone. <laughs> this is in You're not alone. You're not alone. I remember me and you having a conversation about how it wasn't fair for Pogba and Fosu Mensa to start together because they'd, they'd win all the games. We get yeah. excited about some of the youngsters that have just broke in on um, Tuesday night, Wednesday night. Wednesday night. I mean, people was like, yeah, but you said this about Fosu Mensa. Yeah, I did. Do you know why? Because it was fucking correct. Then he got a lot of injuries. Yeah. This happens. It's the same with Fosu Mensa. Fosu Mensa is one of the most, uh, with uh, Axel Tuanzebi, even one of the most naturally gifted defenders I have ever seen. His yeah. youth career would stack up against the whole world's youth career. Yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. No, he's... I mean, do you remember it was at Upton Park? Excuse me. Um, then he's burping. Then it's Upton Park, I think, in the cup. I'm sure he played in midfield that when, when we went to the... Well, we won the FA Cup on route. Was it the quarters, I think? Yeah. He was amazing. Just absolutely dominated the that The best game that was White Hart Lane. Yeah. Nil, oh, was nil. that the one where we took him yeah. off and we conceded? We put Damien on. Yeah. We 20 to go. Yeah. Lost 3-0. There you go. Uh, <laughs> Saji Made says, Steve, what do you think about Lisbon's Yao Paulina? One for you there, do you reckon, I, do you don't, I don't know. That's okay. Is Fair that enough. the midfielder? I think, yeah, who's that right? I mean, I can Google yeah. it, but what's the point of me Pan, trying to pretend that I know I'm, about I'm him? I'm making sure. I don't know. Because right yeah. I don't want to. Yao. Yao. Palhina. But yeah. he just gives me that, like, we got a, We got a player with a name, that first name. Joa, he says it is, but he is from, you know, the ends. Played from Manchester. Bit, really? Yeah. I love all that. I love the fact you've got, like, Ronaldo and Rivaldo and all that. And where are they from? Longside. Longside. Hardly. It's called, because uh, the lads have been absolutely butchering his name in training. Yeah. Joa, Zhao. Yeah. But I was like, how the fuck do we say this? And he was like, Joa. Joa. There Which you go. the most Mancunian way of saying that I've ever seen. Right. We have to read this out because, you know. Peter Kelly says, shout out to McCullough for his two worldies and tournament win in the kickoff five-a-side charity tournament the day after Zidane Iqbal's debut for United. The second part of that, I wholeheartedly agree with. <laughs> the first part... You know, what did he do? He's beat some Twitchers. Wow. <laughs> no, well done, Maka. We're never going to the end of it when he's back in here, though. So you don't have to give him a shout on it. It'll just make his head even bigger. Um, yeah, Pogba, what about you? You've been Mr. Paul Pogba's biggest fan, aren't you? Paul LaBeal, your boy. Yeah, uh, love-hate relationship with Paul Pogba, unfortunately. One week. I well, you him love him and he hates United. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I'll put it. Yeah. yeah. He hates playing for us. He hates being here. I'm joking, him. by the way, before I get hammered nah. in the comments. I actually don't think he doesn't hate I United. think the perception of like him, I don't understand why people have such a mad dislike with Paul Pogba. Like, any sort of thing I've had with Paul Pogba is frustrating me. It's always about the football, but everyone's always like the media and there's this weird side of people with him. But for I, me, if, if he's it's not a weird thing. side. That circus. He could easily shut it down. Do you see where he shut it down when when he when someone I think it was from the Rag the Sun had said something like he's had a fallout with Ollie and whoa, he just pulled lies. Whoa. Are you inferring that the Sun newspaper made up a story that's completely fabricated and then published it? Yes. Right. Okay. Multiple times. Right. A day. A day. A day. So 
he comes out and's like, that's a lot of bollocks. I didn't say that. Yeah. All right, cool. What about the 400 that say you want to leave? He did it with France, didn't he, as well, when there was this, I can't remember what there was. There was quite a controversial story that came out about something to do with his religion and stuff. And he was like, hang on a minute, nonsense. Yeah. Um, so his silence on yeah. the other issues is deafening. And I think, you know, the way he allowed, um, and, and actually, Oli doesn't get enough credit for this, but there was an absolute shit show of a circus last year. Uh, I think it was literally December last year when it came out with some of the, I don't even know what what it's what it kicked off with, but it was real. Roller had basically said, "Yeah, we're fucking getting out of here." Basically, yeah. And it was like, "Oh my god, I was Ollie going to do this?" Ollie seemed to like just smooth it right over, and it was never even mentioned again. So I don't know if there was some agreement on the table or, or whatever. But the fact now we're we're two and a half weeks away from being able to enter the January window, where he's able to talk to people. It's a piss take that it's got to this. You can blame the, at the club for not dealing with it quicker. Yep. You can blame him and Raiola for not sorting out either. But the, I don't. I'm not really pointing the fingers at anyone. It's all of them collectively have fucked this up. Yeah. The fact that yeah. United are uh, are going to allow one of our best assets to be able to just piss off again. Let's not have it right. We. I know. We had him. We paid 90 million for him, and I will let him go again. It's absolutely madness. It's honestly, it's it's fucking insane. Now. I would tie him up. I think he could be a great player for any manager, almost in any system. Yeah. And I don't think you're necessarily a better football team by letting some of the best players leave it. Yeah. But I could easily see Ralph Ragnick going, sign a thing by weekend. No, bye. Yeah. I mean, maybe it needs that. Maybe it needs that because this has just been a saga on it. What are we and, waiting for? Yeah, and and you, it's like we've had what is it five years to sort this out, and now it's two and a half weeks, and and we're still. I think oh maybe he is, and maybe he will. <laughs> it's not beyond the most possibility, but it is just nonsense. And if Do you're you know a manager, why he will? go on. The only re- the only reason he will is lack of other options. Yeah, I mean this is a problem as well that he's got if he does want to move on because you usually have for a World Cup winning midfielder who's 28 years old who's more or less free. <laughs> then you would have a whole host of suitors and those suitors would be Juve, Barca, Real Madrid, maybe, well, Top PS- yeah, well. Chelsea, PSG. Now you're looking at it and you're going, Premier League, I don't see a lot of I Premier League. I think Real League Madrid club. probably still going. Real Madrid, mate, yeah, that's a decent shout. Barca, forget it. They've got no money. They're not going to even count for his wages. Um, <laughs> yeah, but they're so badly run. It would no, not shock no. me that they're like, anyway, sign Apparently Pogba. they're in for Martial. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, don't worry about that. We've got <laughs> They're in for Martial, apparently. Yeah. yeah. I saw so. someone else they was in for yesterday. Who was it that was in for yesterday? I see that. Yanazai. Yanazai. Oh, my God. So that Barcelona could have Martial, Memphis, and Yanazai. What is this Man United 2015? They're going to bring Louis back. Hey, they're going to have. Really da- da- they da- could do a lot worse than getting Louis. They could do. They could do. Lassen, I, I still like Louis. I wouldn't have him as my manager because the football made me want I to like gouge my eyes out. Yeah, I like him back. He's a great character, isn't he? Uh, Colin Wilmot says, lads, if we could sign either Bellingham or De Jong, which one are you taking and why? Bellingham. I agree. Go on quickly. I've got uh, another part to this question. Definitely. Jude. I think Jude Bellingham is unreal. No, I like the young book. Bellingham is elite. Yeah. Um, will the academy lads like Garner and Laird get chances? Personally, I think Laird will. I don't know about Garner. Garner, That's people, my last year he played as a six, and he generally plays as a six. Is he but playing I think further he's, up. Now, yeah, yeah. He's, he's been playing a little bit further up for Forest. Which is like the problem we have <laughs> now yeah. at Man United. Everyone just plays further. Yeah, up. Everyone's a bit further up. Yeah. But in a four triple two, there's more room for that. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. What was that you were putting up then about Yanazai? The Barcelona link. Barcelona. <laughs> hey, do you reckon that'll happen? Do you think they're yeah. The, yeah. They're that fucking cooked at the minute, mate. Like, honestly, nothing would surprise me with them at the moment. Literally, there's not one thing that would surprise me. 
they're a billion in debt and yep. they are fully playing by the if you're going to walk on ice, might as well dance kind of fucking game, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, how old is he now, Yanis? Probably about 25. 25, eh? He must Tw- be. He's a similar age to McTominay, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he is. What is he? Old. 26. 26. 27 in, in eight weeks, six weeks. He's, yeah, he's come a long way since he was going on dates with Angelina what the Kelly. Fuck. Uh, Abedinav Verma says Rayola shot the bed before a crucial Champions League fixture. Do you remember that one against uh, Leipzig where he came out with it? And he's started stirring the pot. This again. is it, mate. The fucking circus. It, you don't need it. You don't like well-run football clubs. How many Bayern Munich bollocks rumours like this do you see? No, you just don't. don't you don't. They're a well-run football club. It is a bit embarrassing, and maybe this is one thing as well because Rangnick's not just the. the Cam, leave it. I'm sure you're all seeing this. Cam's losing his shit behind here. Just, yeah. it's annoying. We all know. We'll figure it out after. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Um, thanks, so. Um, yeah, it's not just Rangnick's. Not just the coach or the manager, or whatever, to the end of the season. If he's going to have a consultancy role, if he's going to oversee things, if he's going to make these changes, he's going to want this club to be well run. He's going to want to see those changes starting now. Start now saying, hang on a minute, this is just farcical. We're not doing this anymore. I'm not having it. And if the start of it is Tony Marshall, pack your shits in a bit. Yeah. Paul Pogba, are you signing? Because we'd love to have you. No? Okay, bye-bye. Right, okay, here's what we're going to do. We'll put out a statement. We'll take the initiative and say, you know, it's a tribute video. (laughs) Thanks. And it's like, all right, okay. Maybe, I don't know, but maybe... What's on the tribute video? All right then. Derby yeah. winner. The, the Derby winner, yeah, with the blue hair. Um, Unveiling the, video. The the Europa oh, League final goal. All else. What, no, what? The Europa League final goal. Nah. The three months in 1819. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dreams. yeah. Um, <laughs> and. That's right. Everton away. <laughs> and the semi final against Spurs. He was so good at Everton away, actually. <laughs> that performance was worth 90 minutes. <laughs> 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 Santa not says strobe lighting, yay! It's the paddock Christmas disco. Hey, the the trick. Yeah, we've got producer Cam's pointing at the trick. We are going to have the Christmas podcast soon. Don't worry. We didn't have it last year, but we will bring it back. We had a few years you ago. Make Jesus dress up as Jesus. Well, yeah, we could do, couldn't we? Yeah, why not? We could re- we could recreate that meme that you the picture you took. You know, that went viral. The one you very proud. Everyone's of. saying dabbing. God, that's how long he's been here. That Dabbing. feels like it was 10 years ago on Viagra. I still sneeze like that. Um, remember <laughs> the instructions? You're going to sneeze when COVID broke. Sneeze like that. Yeah, okay. That was for the kids, but I followed it. Um, I'll get into some of the quotes. <laughs> Just, I'm that simple. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'll get into some of the quotes from Ralph Rangnick. Uh, he says, Aaron Wambasaka received one or two knocks in the game against young boys. Um, did still, I didn't realise he got stretched off. Which oh, is quite disconcerting because yeah. I stayed to the end to clap off all the youngsters. Yeah, it was ages no, down. It's cause oh, that's what I mean. Yeah, it was in the corner. Like, yeah, I thought, have I missed that? I thought, like, the Why groundsman were leaving when I left. fixed that? The, so, if you've not been to Old Trafford, there's a serious camber isn't there, yeah, to the yeah. pitch. It's like a proper runoff, and it's for the rain because I don't know if you know much about Manchester. kind of rains a bit. But where it runs off to is about, uh, is it two bricks wide? Yeah. It's just like the entire pitch is kind of on bricks. I swear every time I sit <laughs> below, like, I look at that is, and I'm like, how is that hey. happening? Well, how's like, it legal? How's, yeah, how's <laughs> health and safety gone? You know people run off into yeah. this all what? the fucking yeah. time. Sorry, this is a bit of an aside. I'm surprised no one's got You like, know how we roll on this on this vid, Steve. Oh, there's a picture of, um, I don't know, is that on the screen? Yeah. Um, <laughs> picture of uh, Aaron Wan-Bissaka there. You actually can't see the bricks there because he's on. 
a bit where yeah. the AstroTurf comes you out. Know, who was it Ashley Young sent him? Was it Dean Maria flying? Yeah. And everyone yeah. was laughing, but you think, that's very funny. But <laughs> it's also like, that could happen to one of ours. Well, it's it's like not like there's a rule that if you're a United player, that doesn't happen to you. It's a serious yeah. amount of distance yeah. you can fall from being running at full tilt <laughs> yeah. to then fucking eating seats on the on the side. He went into oh, a steward's thing. Do you know what I forgot as well about on Wednesday night? What was that synchronised pitch invasion with those three lads? Well, I was watching on telly at home. So oh, right. Oh, oh, did you, know? did you see it? so sick. Like, there was like three of them at the same time from <laughs> various sick. points in the ground all ran on the pitch. And like... protest against modern football, Jay. Well, they started doing all the Sues and all that, didn't yeah. they? Oh, no, just dickheads. Yeah. yeah. But, like, <laughs> but what usually you get that, it's people who want to just take a photo with Ronaldo, but obviously he wasn't playing. So they just sort of ran around for a bit. Phrases. Two of them, yeah, phrases. Yeah. Then one of them just gave up, didn't he? And just like... And then the other the two... The funniest one is the guy that just came. Yeah, he just came me. up. It's well worth the ban, that, isn't it? One guy got a rugby tackle. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, why? Like, you've just got a lifetime ban from all traffic yeah. for that. To just so you can get near, I don't know, Anthony Langer and Amad Diallo. And it's just like, what is all that about? Why do that? But yeah, it it's was... It's actual um, criminal offence when at the playoffs. Like, yeah. Criminal offence. Yeah. Sitting in there with pedos <laughs> and fucking rapists <laughs> and all that. What do you do? Run onto a pitch. <laughs> See the one with Ronaldo? Where he got, like, right near him. And then he did he touch him? Yeah, he tried. And then he just got a the Chelsea women's one where a guy runs on takes a selfie. Oh, that's that's fair play. Yeah, yeah. I mean, think she'd be fine for that. Apparently, you get a hundred pound bonus if you're a steward and you take one of them pictures. I was about to say they look pretty dedicated. Because listen, one guy absolutely rugby tackled. Yeah, do you know the problem that he got though? Right, and you you see this with the the streakers and that usually, but you also see it with the stewards. There's a reason that people wear studs on a football pitch. Yeah. Because you go fucking west. There's nothing worse You almost well, need like Doris. a dedicated steward wearing like a onesie or something yeah. like like a luminous orange onesie with boots on. Because there's not one of the stewards went, whoosh. did you see it? Yeah. When one of the stewards went to grab mist and flew and everyone yeah, started yeah, cheering. Yeah, yeah. And they think, oh, you must be soul because destroying. they soak the pitch. Like yeah. it's, Old Trafford's not muddy. Most Premier League pitches, they don't get muddy. I don't know if you've ever really noticed that. They fill them in with a little bit of the crumb that you get at like 3G pitches. They're also sewn with the, the synthetic surface. So there's not really a lot of mud under the pitches. Yeah. There's a lot of sand. There's a lot of like shavings and there's a lot of that, that little crumb, the little black balls that you get at yeah. um, like your 3G pitches and stuff. Cam's yeah. losing his shit with this. I like, the fa- I like that. I like the fact he is. Fair play to him. He's, um, you, you can tell where you're the worst one if something goes wrong. But the... Um, there's no mud. You ever no. noticed like the, the players don't really get muddy; they just no. kind of get wet. But the pitch is constantly watered. Obviously, before yeah. the match, half time, they are levering it with water. And this is Manchester. This is not the Mojave Desert. You know, they're absolutely pissing it. So when you get on there, that's why the ball fucking fizzes around the way it does. That's also why stewards just go fucking wet. It's so funny. You need boots on, lads. I know, I know. Seriously, uh, Joel's been a member of the academy for five months. Do you guys rate? Vinny Jr. and would you take him over Greenwood? Vinicius Jr.? Yep. No. I wouldn't write starters. And, and I'm, I'll be honest with you. A lot. And you can get in the comments if you come lying. I he's, having a, he's having a good season this year. I won't swap any I mean, player for Mason he's Greenwood. He's 21, you know. No, I'm not saying about swapping Greenwood. He plays 60 million from at 16. That's mad. It's real Madrid things. Yeah. That's, well, he's, no. he's a really good player, I think, now. Like, the, the form <laughs> he's on. Because he's now he's just like, he's got that ruthless side to him, so he's just bagging goals, but... I don't know, man. I'd never touch Greenwood. Like, I wouldn't swap anyone with Greenwood. There's a conversation going on with Ginny Nelson and Santa Notch about Reindeer, yeah? about who's going to play the Reindeer. Apparently, Callum Mitz, Cam and Patterson for Reindeer for United. 
I think I've missed a big conversation. So one of here. the comments there, Steve, I work as a steward, and there's genuinely at least one pitch side steward wearing football boots. <laughs> Do you know how gutted that guy must be when it when he's in this corner and the invading that pot? Do you like, reckon he goes for it? Do you reckon he goes for it? Do you reckon he goes across? I'm gonna get this. I'm Actually, gonna go there. If he's there, what else can he do? Yeah. You can't walk in a fucking concourse in look, boots. You're look, on your ass. No, he's going for it, innit? I've got this, lads. Come on. And he's like, gets there too late. Someone's already piled on. He's Absolutely like, oh. wounded. Oh, he's got to trudge back to his corner. On the phone with his missus on the way home. We had a pitch invasion. She's like, oh, did you love? Yeah. Didn't no. <laughs> yeah, he's begging not to be put in front of the family stand. Um, <laughs> <laughs> get involved in the comments. Get involved in the chat. We got a, a little bit distracted, which is unlike us on this, on this video. Jay. There was far too much fucking structure. If I'm going to be honest with you, I give you a little bit of criticism and a bit of feedback. No, no, I, I agree. Far too much structure today. I, I should agree. Just, you, you had topics prepared. I know, I know. Why? I know, I, know, I don't know. Well, me and Abd Abdul is here. Fuck we, you. We, I know, I know. <laughs> and I just thought, fight us. I know, I know. Where, where he you? can take it off topic as well. I know, he's right, just yeah. as bad. Where are you We from? ain't talking about anything. Me, yeah. How long we got left? Where are you 15 from? minutes I'm left. I'm not going to disclose well, that. Go on, you can tell you're not a secret. What? I live in Eccles. He's from Joylston. Where are you from? Me? Yeah. I'm not going to say where I'm from. Which which part of Manchester? All right, I'm currently in North Manchester, but... North I Manchester? Hate I hate it. I Boston. hate it. Yes, neither. <laughs> it's grim. But right. Wivington, I mean, I'm not going to say anything bad about that. Wivington? Originally, yes. Wivington, South 14 Manchester. years there. So you've, you've, proper, you've proper shifted then, haven't you? You've gone from South to North. Yeah. Go on, what do you want to talk about anyway now we've covered that... I, just, I was going to say... From, from Wivington, but moved to Blakely. Suggest some topics. However, none of them can relate to anything going on at Manchester United Football Club, like right now. Who's your favourite non-United player of all time? R9. That's a good answer, isn't it? Very good answer. Hey. Joe, he, he would have signed for us. Fergie don't don't start with this. Don't at Cruzeiro, but he couldn't me. get a work permit. What's that about? Wait, How? is that that? How long we wanted him? Like when he's in Brazil? So that yeah. was ninety. Three ninety four, yeah. I think. Can you imagine? Did you go PSV from there? Yeah, yeah, he played. Oh, um, can you imagine how good it would have been? Just imagine watching oh. him then. When he didn't, you know, when he had that young thing of just, I, I'm going to try this, and it all worked. There was like the last season. No, sorry, the season he did at Barcelona. Yeah. Where it's it's quite normal now because the game has changed and because the leagues have done this and people are in complete fucking denial about it. But you're wrong. The leagues have done this. So the top teams now, on average, take more points per game from the bottom teams. They score more goals because all of the leagues, because of the TV money, have done this. They've all become shit replicas of Scotland, right? Of French League. Mm. But back in the day, the Premier League, you could win six games and become the champions because it was a lot tight. It was a bit like a championship where everyone's kind of similar, but a couple stand out from the pack. Not like they're just shit shows that they are now. So when a player comes on the scene, he scores 34 goals in 33 games. That's mind-blowing. It's, it's kind of normalised that player score a goal's a game now at a top flight, but it's, it's fucking weird. Mm. And that's why you can't retrospectively sort of compare stats from 1993 to today, yeah. because the game has literally changed. But what Ronaldo was doing, original Ronaldo, and I won't call him fat Ronaldo out of respect, because he was, a, he was a game changer. I remember the first time I ever went on the internet was to go and Google him. The old 442 magazine, they used to have like an on the web, do like a, a page. You went on the internet and looked at that before porn? I was with my mum. All right, okay, I was about to say. Because <laughs> I had to go to the internet Fair cafe. Well, oh, right, so? In um, St Anne's Square, that's what we went. Hey, do you know what I mean? Jay. <laughs> look hey, away. Did they not have printers? <laughs> um, um, so I went and had a look at probably like 110p. 
like yeah, sort yeah, of just back in the day. You don't remember think any someone's, like, you snappers, think someone scored you know, like a six second frankly, clip that probably old. took half an hour to load. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was it was R nine. But if you look at um, Barcelona R nine and then That's, Inter Milan, yeah, R9. which is your favourite R nine? Because they are all different, aren't they? Inter and, and Barca and Real Madrid. And if you're going to be clever about it, you can go back to PSV. But let's be honest, those are the three oh, main I ones. I think the Inter one. Yeah, really. Because he was playing. Italian football was peak in the 90s. Yeah, yeah it was. Had, I think that anyone could agree with that. Mm-hmm. You had an amazing Parma team. You had a Fiorentina side that Lazio was doing bits. Yeah, sick, sick Lazio team. It. You had AC Milan just on the back end of their dominance. You had Juve coming up with like... Veron was part of the Lazio Edgar team. Right? Yeah. All that yeah. lot. So when he goes to Inter, uh, 96, 97, 97, 98, fuck me. Just yeah. the shit he was doing... Someone still doesn't do. He had the control of Messi, the kind of physicality of Alan Shearer, and like the pace of Ronaldo. And like the most yes. elite. Just he had all that. Like you don't see a six foot one, fourteen stone player just fucking doing the, the shit with the it ball. Was like like, he does. It was like it was like the evolution of strikers. One, it? it was like there's a different type of striker now. This is someone who's taking it to a different level. Who isn't uh, what, like what, what sort of size is Mbappe? Though? Would you say? He's, he's small. Like five, five nine, five, five ten. Five ten. I thought he was taller. So think of a really. Yeah, he's a probably he's probably he's six four. Because what's Marcus six two? Yeah, yeah. So Marcus like, six. Marcus a lot bigger than. Oh, is, yeah, six, that's two, what I mean. Yeah. There's a, there's a few. I think, I think Mbappe's gone a lot taller. Like since he's broken through, I reckon. Five ten is apparently. Is really? Right. Nah. So imagine like a six foot one Mbappe. That's probably about as fast. Yeah. But imagine him like 14 stone and jacked. Yeah. And now imagine he's doing the sort of shit Messi does with yeah. the football. But he is ruthlessly direct. Like Messi loves a little layoff pass, doesn't he? To mm. give, it, give it and get it back. Your fucking r not passing to fucking nobody. He's like, what? Where are we? Halfway line. I'll see it at the other end. <laughs> I swear, growing up, I always like love searching R9 Inter. Like the oh. videos from Inter are just ridiculous. He's, he's just having his shirt ragged yeah. off him, and he's like, "Fuck out of here!" Such a good, good team, that Brazil team. That like 2002 when he won the World Cup. That team. Him in '95. Joe Allen Shearer scored like 25, 26 goals. People lost their fucking mind. Yeah. Uh, Imagine like so. what you're watching as well. So like, you'd, have, actual... you'd have had, you'd have had a, you'd have had a United team with Beckham on one wing, Giggs on the other wing, Kina R9 and Cannon are up front. Yeah. Sorry, Andy Cole. You're going to have to sit I know, out, imagine you know. that. I mean, I'm I a big I Andy Cole. I love Andy Cole. Big Andy Cole advocate, but you're taking a fucking seat for R9. Jesus Christ. We would have won every game. Ever. <laughs> We'd still be winning games on the back of that now. <laughs> fucking hell. Yes, 100%. Um, Mine was probably Zidane, you know. Go, go on, you've said R9. So you're saying... He was like my first proper favourite player because I remember Stop. in the World Cup he got yeah, sent off go. I was emotional Watched him I was so emotional Juve because he was shit right he wasn't right mm. this, is, this is a thing that you, that you do about Zidane Juve, he says at, at club level right Zidane weren't all that he, I say he, he came third Madrid, in the Ballon d'Or before he won the World Cup right who just won the Ballon d'Or Messi. Right. What has he won it for? He's done fuck all with Barcelona right. last year. Well, it's not he like it's not like the Ballon d'Or didn't is a, do anything. Who did well at internationals? Kind of our won it in 2006. Yeah, but, Why? Because he captained Italy yeah, to win the fucking league. They get it for international success. No one gives a fuck about what you do at club level. But he did well at club level before he won the World Cup. He didn't just in '98. He was Zidane. Sure I'm that? not gonna lie. Zidane retired right after that, innit? and he looked insane at the World Cup. Yeah, I'm not this nine. I'm not this saying he was an amazing and international great level. International he was player. great, 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 legendary no. international player. You're just going Didn't off the facts. I only watched that. Roy Keane made fair. him look average. I That's what you're. Average. Roy Keane put him in one pocket. David's in the other. There's Shumps in the other, and just dominated the pitch. Roy Keane and Nicky <laughs> Butt. 
<laughs> the equivalent yeah. of Scott McTominay, apparently. I think I think my first well, football well, shirt well, was Zidane with the, the black Madrid kit. Loads of people commenting. I like, don't have a fucking clue what they're talking about, yeah. I'm sure. Um, someone said, and it really put a good point here, um, what's your favourite um, Phoenix Knight episode? It's got to be the one where they got Cali. Is that the one where they're naked and they're driving back? I love that. I love that. Yeah, that's a good one. I like the one Suppose where they, they go to shoot the guy in the woods. Broom handled Mauser. Ross Murphy says Kaka was a baller. He was good, Kaka, right? But the, the, the season where he was min, I always think back to our defence that season. You mean Ballon d'Or get signed by Real Madrid and did fucking. Because, like, he tore us apart, didn't he? But we had, like, half our team out, half our defence out. I don't know about that. It was, we were still a good United side. Yeah, but come on. They we absolutely spudded us, though, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we had Gabriel Hines. We didn't have... We didn't Gabriel have, Hines was fucking player of the year at the time. Yeah. Were we missing, no, like... That was like three years after that, wasn't it? We were missing Rio and Vidic, weren't we? Who no. played? Who one, of them one, of, played. one of them definitely Because one of them got absolutely destroyed. Are you sure about that? Yeah. Every, like, clattered into one of them, didn't he? <laughs> I refuse to believe that. I'm going to have a look now anyway. Get involved in the comments. Let us know who your favourite... Ever had a touch of Eric Bayer about him, didn't he, at times? Where he just does yeah. some shit where you go, yeah, he's ever No, our defence was O'Shea, Brown, Hines and Evera. Oh, right. So we were missing both Rio and Vinic. We kind yeah, of affects yeah, your team, yeah. to be honest. Don't John it? O'Shea, though. <laughs> Listen, John O'Shea's got the best highlights reel of any footballer ever. Serious, I'm I not even exaggerating. That when he fucking makes Figo, Fergie would have been like, stop fucking about <laughs> You do that again. <laughs> You'll be doing it in the my stands. Fav- my absolute <laughs> favourite O'Shea moment is him chipping. Uh, who was it for Arsenal? Was it Lays? Le- it was Layman. Layman. Oh, and, and then just it's like, his face, like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, he's like, it's got in. That that's what I mean. That game, John O'Shea. Classic, you know. That was winners in front of the cop and all if that. If you want to say what is a quintessential Premier League game, yeah, so I think I told you the story that. So I watched that on TV. I wasn't there. Go on. I was on guard duty in the army. So you do guard duty in two-hour blocks. There's no excuse for not going today. Sorry. Do you know what I mean? Uh, it's a 24 hour duty. So you do two on, two off. So right. you do two where you'd be like on the main gate or patrolling, and then you do two off. And I managed to, because United were playing, managed to score my two hours off, eight till 10, so I could watch the game. See. I'll let you off. Right. But I missed the whole tunnel incident because ah. that was that game. So I didn't have a fucking clue. And the commentary never really referenced yeah. what had happened at all. But the game. The tempo of that game, it's ridiculous. Quintessential Barclays, that for me. Absolutely. Quintessential. What a fucking game that was. That was just probably best ever Premier League just game. Fucking right. knife fight. I hate Arsenal with a passion, yeah. But the Arsenal and United rivalry was unparalleled because from '96 to 2004, only United and Arsenal won the league, and it was neck, pretty much neck and neck during that time. And you had amazing games, you had seminal games, you had great teams, great players. It was a proper rivalry. I don't think you're ever going to see that again. People are trying to say, oh, well, you've got it now with the scouts. You haven't really. I mean, United finished second last season. Do you know what I mean? Let's have it right. So that rivalry is starting again from scratch. So, so I just think well, that's something People different. go, well, only City and Liverpool have won it the last five years. Yeah, because Liverpool won it once. Yeah, that's yeah. like... So it's like you throwing Leicester in the mix as yeah, well. Fuck it. It's not, this, you know what I mean? There's not been those games. There's not been those runs. United won the treble. They drew 12 games in a season. You, you, you're steering dangerously into talking about modern footballing. I don't want to do that, Stephen. Uh, Peter Kelly says, who's on it when we win the Champions League, Brazil win the World Cup, and Fred then inevitably <laughs> wins the Ballon d'Or off the back of it. Jay's Thanks, back Peter. on the sniff, because what's going to get weirder? 
Imagine that. Imagine if Fred actually did win the Ballon d'Or. I mean, there's a lot of imagining there, but imagine it does happen. Um, Abinav Verma says, Vidic played the return leg half injured. You only have to have six fucking good games, like all these little fucking games that are doing it. I know, that's true. Uh, got fully destroyed by Gattuso and Sadov in the second leg. Italians with all their smart fouls and shit. That second leg was... was, was Gattuso and Sadov, mate. Horrible. If you're starting to make a midfield two and you've got them at your disposal... With Kaka in front of him. Wasn't yeah. a bad team, man. No. Uh, Abinav, can I get... Stam's still playing for him then as well. Nah, not mm. when we... In 2005, he bounced. Oh, yeah. He bounced after... Don't get me started on, on Yapstam leaving United. I've still not got over it. Um, Abinav, can I get, says, with Mason on the rise, is Haaland really needed? Different player. Totally different player. Do you want, him? Do you want Haaland? Not would you take him, <clears> or if he could, I'd be all right with it. Do you want him? I wouldn't go out of my way to get him. Right, fair enough. Uh, one's a battering ram, though. One's right. a lock picker. I sort of nice. feel like... Ragnick's comments allude to the fact that maybe he's trying to build him as a proper nine in a way that he under, he knows that that part of his game he said that his passing's good and but he said he needs to be more athletic he needs to be stronger and stuff and I feel the way Ragnick plays if you look at that Yusuf Yusuf Paulson uh, Timo Werner front two like you're always going to have that quicker strike and I think Mason doesn't really have that so maybe building up a, ri- a little bit and having the ruthless nine that he want in front of goal so yeah it's I don't know if Haaland and like comes in and he plays them too. It is a little bit yeah. modern, so let's almost even talking about the future. Someone asked it before, and you were given some homework the other week. I don't know if you did it, and if you did do it, forgive me, but you can do it again. Ralph to the nineteen ninety one Cup Winners Cup final. I'm still working on it. I'm going to get there because it's going to be well worth when I when I pull it out. What was that thing you were working on once that took like went back to like 120 years or something? Oh, I was looking for this is this is what uh, this is what he does right with himself. Go on. Do you know how I keep my madness in check? Is by delving into the madness. Yeah. It's like, I don't run away from it. Yeah. I face it and no. I run at it. I like that about you. Right. And it's what I do. Yeah. So, what I was looking for were the lineal <laughs> champions of England. Not, not who won that title and took it off them. Yeah. No. Who won the first game that I can find on record and then follow that <laughs> to find out who the lineal champions of England are. From 1888. So 1888, yeah. So think of how many games there are. I'm not even going to pretend to start to do the math. i got about 15 years in. Right. Yeah. The fact you got 15 years in is amazing. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But then you get 15 years in and you're still only just in the 20th century. And you think, oh my God, I've got so much more to do. Yeah, that would have been unreal. And what would have happened is you'd have done that, told us and we'd have gone, all right, nice one. Because I've was, I was done it from the first FA Cup years. So I think it was in the 1860s it started, maybe. Right. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> how do people <laughs> record things back then? With a fucking bit of paper. Bit of pen, all they pen. did, as in, like, yeah. all they did was just piss in the street and die. Well, how do you think we had things like happens back then? Shakespeare and all that? A little, little bit more. <laughs> Roll it down. That's all I got. From- hey, come on. <laughs> come on, son. Right, where can people find you? Um, pure Ball on YouTube. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, I've already I know told you know what I'll give you a dress away, away dress, but Jay. you're in North Manchester, so Harper Away. Yeah, horrible. Um, where can people find you online? Pure um, ball, online, pure ball. Lack of uploads, unfortunately. Well, despite that, go and check it out. You can see the 12 Days of Paddock. Go and check out the members section. We've got extra content, and you can win PlayStation Five. Mister Housen, what have you got for us, you little punk? You've got something juicy going on, haven't you? Glenn Arnold's coming on tomorrow. Oh, Glenn Arnold, new mate. Yeah, no, that's actually decent. What are you doing with him? Yeah, what about sick football and that bit of a low key GM when it comes a little bit revolutionary? Can I give you a, a task? 
Is it asking him about his thoughts on disabled people? No, that's not. Although you can do that if you want, but do I it at the end of the interview before it ends. <laughs> um, yeah, he's got some very progressive, not progressive, very interesting views on disabled people. Um, I want you to get him to admit that Brian Robson's the greatest midfielder I've ever played alongside. Done. Good lad. I want to hear that and see it on video. I'll start with Glenn. I want five reasons why Glenn, why Brian Robson was the best midfielder <laughs> you ever played with. Thank you. Yeah. That could have played in any generation, in any team. Straight in with that. No pleasantries. So yeah, start you, with that. You went over to Monaco, which was revolutionary at the time. Yeah. Um, but Brian Robson was better, right? <laughs> when you played alongside Brian Robson, England, were you not a bit gutted when you had to go and play alongside others for your club who were nowhere near as good I don't as even, I couldn't even name a, a Spurs midfielder from the mid-80s. Oh, oh, I don't know. Um, I don't know. No, he's a striker. I'm trying to think. Mid eighties. Um, because that's no. when he was there. When it was like seventy-five. Yeah, yeah. He's like, it's like because I'm, I'm thinking like Gary Mabbott. He's a defender. Defender. And I'm thinking Gaza. You know, Gaza. He's like eight, late, very Lily late eighties. Yeah. Um, Vinny Samways. Is that too? No, no. He's nineties. He's nineties. He might have been eighties. Paul Stewart's nineties as well. So yeah, 80s, it's a vague... What, what a fucking grey, beige, boring fucking side <laughs> that Spurs team was outside of Glen Hoddle. Because if you said to me, can you name a, a midfielder? Chris Waddle, someone's saying in there. I was thinking Chris Waddle as well, good shout. Was he, was he a Spurs guy? Chris Waddle? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think he was with Spurs before he went to Monaco and then he came back to... Oh, Marseille, sorry, and then he went to Sheffield Did Wednesday. he also play for like uh, Newcastle? Yes, I think it was Newcastle, Spurs, Marseille, Sheffield Wednesday, Bradford. I think, so I, I think Glenn Hall was, was maybe not on his comments on disabled people, but some of the other stuff he had, he had the 70s. But I'm I don't just know about, just about Ricky Villa as well, just about the 80s. Um, but yeah, I think some of the stuff he was trying to do with both tactics and, and stuff like that, um, I think real revolutionary kind of guy. And he keeps getting name checked on the Vibrify Five podcast all the fucking time. Real's really? got a lot of love for him because really? he brought him into the England squad early. So it's a bit like him. You ever see Ian Wright when he's on something with Glenn Hoddle? He reveres him. Yeah, him gaffer. There's still light. a bit of that going on. There's, there's more than that, but there's still, it seems like we've had, I can't remember who the other person we've had on, but there's about three or four, it might have been me, Esky. Esky's about that era, isn't it? So it could have been Esky. Yeah. There's a few people that we've had on and we've ended up talking about Glenn Hoddle and I just keep saying, we need to fucking get him on, we need to get him on. Yeah. So we've got him on. <laughs> like, oh, so, uh, I was, yeah, we just get him on. Right, we've got him on. Yeah, because apparently, I think... So we're all in here. Me, Rio, Joe, we're all in here tomorrow. Good. Um, we're going to have to watch long afterwards. You on that? We might have a treat for you on that. We might have a treat. Like me or Murdernand. Okay, so he's not giving too much away there. He's playing his cards pretty close to his chest. But you'll be on it anyway, won't you? Joe Smith will be here. Angelina's here as well. Yeah, so and the second greatest Premier League era defender is going to be on it as well. Yep, Steve Bruce. It's official. <laughs> um, so make sure you're checking out Vibe with Five. You know where to find Steve House. You know where to find me. Make sure you're checking out Pure Ball and Abdullah. This has been The Brew with Stephen Alson and Jay Mai and Abdullah. Thanks for watching. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.